Welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris Comedy to Fix Your Life. I am your host, Chris. Joined in this, actually, I can't say it. I was going to say I'm joined in the studio today by the one, the only, the solo, the uno, the former best friend in the whole wide world, our current audio engineer, producer extraordinaire, Mike is in the building, but he's not in the building. I can't believe I give him that long of an intro for a dude that barely says anything. I gave him the day off after he refused to come in for a five-minute intro. I also gave our current best friend in the whole wide world, Dell. I gave him the day off as well. This is a very special episode of Chris to Chris. If you are new here, this is a podcast we do. We talk about video games. We talk about movies. We talk about... We give tips. You know, I'm just improving your life. We we answer listener questions. We play voicemails. It's a great time. You should definitely subscribe to the show. We are available anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Podcast Republic. Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, blah, 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 blah. We are there. We are there. And we would love a five-star review. Helps us, you know, climb the ranks of algorithms. So, yeah, we're trying to get 8 billion people listening to the show, which means we want you listening to the show. We want your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your cousin, anybody, your children, do we want your children? We want your adult children listening to the show. Well, we want 8 billion people listening to the show, which I think quite a few of those people are children or minors. So I can't. I don't know if I can officially encourage that. Uh, you know, viewer discretion advice, listener discretion advice. Point is, we, we're trying to get a lot of people listening, which definitely includes you. So please join us. It, it's, it's a fun time. And if you are new to the show, it might be because of the subject matter today. We are talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I finally saw the movie, and at first I thought I could do a review of it during a video game corner portion of the show. But I realized I had so many thoughts on this, it would go way too long. So I thought, well, why don't we do a special episode of Chris to Chris just solely dedicated to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? But then I thought... I need an expert on this thing because I can talk and talk and talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but some portions of it, I might be talking out of my ass a little bit. So I went, I, 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 I went to find a Sonic expert and I found one. His name is The Midlane. You could find him on Twitch at uh, The Midlane, LOL. He is a world famous. Twitch streamer slash Sonic. He's he's a certified Sonic expert. We'll we'll say that he's very knowledgeable and passionate about uh, the the Blue Hedgehog. So great. Let's talk to the mid lane. That's what we did. We had a, a great conversation, and I think you guys are gonna enjoy it. Uh, you know, there's. I don't want to say, oh, there's some audio issues or whatever, because that's apparent. It's on my end, mostly. I uh, was uh, messing around with a, a mic that I don't normally use. Ever since this move, it's been a little tricky in the podcast area, I'm uh, in every area. I'm tired all the time. I'm tired all the time. I, I have a, a can of, a caffeinated can of B12 and taurine always next to me. Just to help me fall asleep. I need, I need a Red Bull to help me fall asleep. 
So, anyway, I want you guys to, I, I, don't, I don't know how to introduce this any better. When we talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, it, so in case you're wondering, yes, we spoil this movie. And maybe a little bit of Detective Pikachu on accident, but yeah, we're, we're talking the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And I don't know if you care about spoilers about that movie. If not, uh, awesome. If you do care about it, you know, we only spoil it, like, a lot. So if that's a problem for you, maybe watch the Sonic the Hedgehog movie uh, ahead of time. But uh, I, I still want you listening to the show. I still want you listening. I, I think it would do you good. It would do a lot of people good. Especially uh, me. Show's called Chris to Chris. I, I have my own uh, selfish interests sometimes. Anyway, I, I don't want to ramble on too long. Why don't we just go ahead? I, I would normally just tell Mike to, to play the tape, but he's not here, so I have to tell myself, Chris, play the tape. All right, we're talking Sonic the Hedgehog with the mid lane. Hi. Hello, Chris Hansen. Hansen, nice. Um, yeah, hello. It's been minutes since we've been trying to get this thing started. So um, I, uh, I mentioned to you before we started recording that I'm pretty exhausted. I um, have not slept much, but I have been looking forward to this conversation. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this. And, you know, to set this whole thing up, uh, why don't you uh, kind of let people know who you are a little bit and uh, your history with Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, well, I have a lot to say, but I guess for the podcast, I got to go fast with this. Um, I've been playing Sonic games since I was a wee young lad. In the movie, you'll see Sonic as like a little baby. Mm -hmm. I guess you could say that that was me with Sonic himself, of course, in the TV. Um, ever since the Sega Genesis, I've been playing Sonic all the way up until now. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, so you played, did you play, I'm, I, this is a stupid question, but uh, have you played, uh, the? was it the most recent one, is that Sonic Forces? That is the most recent one, yeah. Uh, I have, uh, needless to say. I'm a very depressed person as a result. <laughs> okay, we, yeah, we can get into this whole thing about the, the 3D Sonic games. Yeah, there's a lot of ground to cover here. This might be... Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah, um, as a Sonic fan, you, you mentioned uh, depression. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I totally understand that. Now, I'm not... Okay, I'll, I'll give you my uh, history with Sonic, kind of just summarized. But yeah, um, I've been playing Sonic games. I didn't own a Sega Genesis. I, I was a Super Nintendo kid. and uh, but, I, but my first Sonic game that I owned... Actually, I think I got one on PC because before Sega went, uh, you know, not bankrupt, but... They almost went out of business with the Dreamcast, right? But before that, they were still, like, porting Sonic to PC, even though they had their own consoles. So I, I played Sonic the way it was meant to be played, with a, a keyboard on a PC that couldn't really run it. And uh, the first time I really got into Sonic was uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I played the hell out of it, not really realizing why it was frustrating me at the time. Um, I am absolutely sure if I went back to it, I would not enjoy myself to the same extent I did back then. I remember uh, 
I can ask you this. You would know. Uh, what what is what's the pronunciation of those little blue things? Are they chow or cow? <laughs> well, um, see, cow uh, are beings that live in the real world. You know, they provide milk and stuff. So in the game, they're chow. We're talking about these blue little water droplet. Anime right. Thing. Okay. So my brother. Okay. There. To for the listeners here who don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Um, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle had this thing called the Cow Garden. And I, I don't know what the hell you do there. Uh, but I remember, like, I, I got bored with it really quick. I didn't, I didn't know what the point was. I'm like, I, I thought Sonic was about running around, but here Sonic is picking up these little blue anime droplets. Or, I, I don't know what they are. They're, they're cows, I guess. And I remember leaving my brother to the game, my little brother, and he played in that garden, the cow garden, for six hours straight one day. I don't know what he did. Uh, can you explain the cow garden to me? Uh, yes, I can. So I know we're talking about Sonic, but I feel like I'm going to have to channel a little bit of a Luke Skywalker here. Okay. He, he says a quote in The Last Jedi. He says, everything that you just said in that sentence was wrong, and that fully applies to what you just said here, Chris. Okay. So uh, first things first, mm -hmm. um, we are no longer speaking of black and white animals named cows. We are we are talking about chows. And I thought you said they were called <laughs> cows. Okay, no, so that's what you meant in no. the real world. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, 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 okay. Yeah, it's, we it's get, spelled C-H-A-O, right? Correct. And you, you pronounce the C okay, and so the Okay, so he was playing in the chow garden for six hours. Right. Okay. Yes. So... Um, what they are is basically what you've described, um, little anime droplet things. Mm -hmm. And what they do sort of is that they, they actually harness the power of the Chaos Emeralds. Oh, they I also, can't wait to get into that. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, so like they, you know, like absorb their surroundings in a way, like the power of their surroundings. So they get so bigger, in the game, right? Right, they get bigger and based on, you know, like your energy, so being like Sonic as opposed to Shadow, your little child, your little baby, mm -hmm. will grow up to be a reflection of who you are. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. So if I were to sink dozens of hours into the Chow Garden, would my Correct. blue droplet eventually turn into a Sonic the Hedgehog? Well, not exactly. He will resemble Sonic. Okay, so it'll be like a like a ditto spikes. freaky looking like blue droplet that has like okay, I'm I'm cutting you off, but is that what you're about to say? Like he's about to have Sonic uh, hair and eyes? Well, you're making him sound not cute, but this thing is a baby. He's gonna look like a little cute Sonic. He's gonna look presentable. Yeah. He's gonna look nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I should do some Googling. But then again, right. the Sonic world of art is a dangerous place to navigate um so i don't know don't google anything yeah. just take my word for it yeah i should i should google sonic rule 34 um <laughs> okay all right you know what? let's get into it uh the people are here to talk about the sonic or he listen to us talk about the sonic the hedgehog movie which i just saw for the first time and kind of late yeah i'm a little late to the party but i'll tell you why i just saw it for the first time see i wanted to see it when it came out which was February 14th, 2020. It was one of the final blockbuster movies to hit theaters in 2020, making it, I assume, an Oscar contender. And uh, 
I think it was a success. I think it I think it did pretty well. I mean, we got a, a sequel that was greenlit, and I did not feel like seeing. My my wife was um, eight months pregnant at that point, and so dragging her in to see the Sonic the Hedgehog movie on Valentine's Day did not seem like a winning move for me. So, on the other hand, I wanted to see it, and I wanted to compare it with Detective Pikachu, which had come out the year prior. And uh, I just did, I just refused to spend money on it. So, what happened was, I was making dinner this week. I was making myself something. And I'm scrolling through my phone to uh, just play something in the background, and I see on Hulu... Sonic the Hedgehog is available. Boom! I'm going to watch it. And so I watched the first 50, uh, like 25 minutes of it the way the director intended, which was on my phone while I was cooking something distracted. So that's my uh, quick history of why and why, why I'm late. And I did, um, you know, I wanted, like I said, I wanted to compare it to Detective Pikachu. So I watched like the first, I rewatched the first 15 minutes of that movie uh, just to give it a fair shake. And I've got some thoughts on that as well. Um, but yeah, did you see this movie on Valentine's Day in 2020? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. See, um, maybe from people of a different generation, it, it was a winning move. See, um, your uh, wife was uh, already pregnant, but some people got pregnant coming home. Oh, from the yeah. Sonic movie. Yeah, it's different right? times. Yeah, I, I could see I could see that movie. Uh just getting everybody all hot and bothered. I can't wait yeah. till you get home. You know what? <laughs> put put the put the baby chow in me now. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, I could see that. So so because I am so old, my uh I, I just can't perceive a world where uh, Sonic the Hedgehog would uh would get people uh, hot and bothered. Gotcha. It's real. <laughs> but see, okay, I mean, I, I I believe you that it's real amongst certain circles. Maybe within the the Sonic spinballs that uh, that that you're accustomed to, but I just haven't I just haven't run into that. Although I know that the Sonic fan base, or I, I shouldn't generalize, but much of the Sonic fan base, going back to the Rule 34 thing, much of the Sonic fan base is horny as hell. So, they are. Yes. So I, I, I see where you're going with this, but um, I, I guess I just can't relate. So when they announced that it was coming out on February 14th, I, I thought that was hilarious. But I also know that, you know, like a, a rom-com is historically as like a big romantic comedy would come out on around Valentine's Day. And uh, there'd always be that movie, that studio that puts out a movie that's just completely not romantic uh, just to, uh, you know, hit that that other group of people because there's money sitting on the table, you know? that Oh, yeah, there's all these uh, couples going to see, you know, Valentine's, like that movie. I think there was a movie called Valentine's Day. But, you know, what about the kids? The kids don't want to go see that movie. When uh, when uh, Batman Begins came out, I think the same day Batman Begins came out, Mamma Mia came out. So, you know, it's just a totally different audience. So I understood why they did it, but I just thought it was hilarious. Um, yeah, um, I, I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. You know, let, let's talk about the movie. Why don't we just get into the movie itself? All right. Yeah. Um, so, all right. 
we should make this clear uh, from the beginning. I, I, I don't know why I didn't establish this earlier, but if you're listening to this podcast, we're going to spoil the hell out of Sonic the Hedgehog. So if you are sensitive to Sonic spoilers, uh, please listen anyway. We really need your your uh, your, your listens. So um, the movie starts off in... What, what what's the name of the world he lives in? Uh Mobius, that's the planet. Mobius. Is that is that canon? Um <laughs> Cuz so it looks like canon. it looks like a sonic level, right? It looks like a Right. But I've never heard the name Mobius before in relation to Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, so the quickest way I can explain this is one, you know, Mobius comes from the the phrase Mobius strip. It's like that infinity thing. It's got to do the with, you infinity know, Sonic being fast and all that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah you know. Um, so that, that's just, you know, goes in, in tandem with his name being Sonic. You know, it's all just fast stuff. And yeah, yeah. Running through time Times, or whatever. Uh-huh. Right, exactly. So that's, that's just for the name. Um, but yes, Mobius in the Sonic canon, mm-hmm. like um, like in the comics and such, that's usually where they say he lives. That's where Green Hill Zone is. That's basically okay. Well, yeah, that, that, that's a whole yeah. other layer of, layer of confusion that we're going to get into uh, with Green yeah. Hill Zone. So, okay, the movie starts off in the the planet. Is it a planet? The planet of Mobius. Yes. And you know, it's just Sonic running around. He's doing his little intro narration, like, "Hi, I'm Sonic. This is where I live." And then shit goes sideways real quick, right? So all of a sudden, uh, there's an owl. And I looked this up. Apparently, the owl is not canon. Like, what was the name? Longclaw? Was it was it Longclaw? Or I know Claw was in her name. She was like Sonic's like uh, pseudo mother. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, like, all of a sudden, Sonic had a an owl mom, and uh, he was getting attacked, or right, like he he was he was running from something, and uh, Longclaw, she says run sonic and she uh throws okay this is another thing if you're listening to the show you know sonic uh he collects rings and the rings have importance in this movie and she i think she throws one of these golden rings and it opens a portal to earth right she says run sonic i'll protect you and he doesn't want to go you know that's my my owl mom that everybody knows about and uh, he he ends up going, and it looks like she's gonna die, right? They don't really, they don't really make that clear. I have a theory that she's still alive, but uh, does that sound about right to you? I'm assuming you've seen this movie more than once. Uh, I have. Um, yeah, you basically just said the uh, beginning of the story. And if if you have any more theories, by the way, you can take them to Reddit. I'm sure they would love to get into a discussion with you. I, I have zero interest in uh, <laughs> in that rabbit hole. Um, okay. Okay. So jumping forward, you know, uh, what happens? Uh, okay. So Sonic is a baby at that point. I, I don't think I, I, yes. I mentioned that. Uh, Sonic is a, an infant. And you, you kind of baby talk Baby Sonic. About, yeah, he's baby Sonic. He, and he, he's more in the shape of that classic Sega Genesis Sonic before he got all long-leggy and awkward. Um, so he's a, he's a baby Sonic. And they kind of do like a, a – a, not a compilation, but what's the word? A, um, 
A montage? A montage, thank you. A montage of Sonic kind of like, you know, exploring the woods of Earth and just like saying, like kind of just talking about what he's been up to, I guess you could say, just explaining his, his growth period and whatever. And he lives in this town of, what is it? It's called Green Hill, right? Yes, Green yeah. Hills, Montana. Green Hills, Montana. So that's where I was a little confused at first because I thought, wait a minute. I thought Mobius was, you know, Green Hill Zone. But uh, no, it's actually in Montana. And it's just a, a small town. And so, you know, Sonic is, he's, he's running around, he's doing his thing, and he's explaining, like, he's kind of like, you kind of get introduced to other characters in the movie, like uh, Cyclops. Uh, have you, have you, okay, um, have you watched, um, are you familiar with the show Westworld? I know it exists, but yes. I've never seen it myself. That's all you need to know. Okay, so the guy who plays um, Sonic's, what, what, what do you call him? What's his name? The the main character? Yeah, yeah, I forgot his name. It's he's a cop though, the cop. Guy. The cop. So he's he's one of the characters in Westworld, and that's how I I, uh, I identify him. Oh, okay. He plays a a uh, and I guess you can call it a robot in Westworld, uh, but he's also Cyclops from the X Men movies. So, um, where, where am I going? Oh, so Sonic is, he's, he's explaining just, you know, this is where I live now. And, uh, these are the people, uh, that live in this town. And one of them is this cop and, uh, we should look up his name so we can uh, refer to him outside of cop. Um, anyway, so he's pretty much says like, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a creep. I, I spy on people, right? Like I just kind of watch movies with them and they don't know I'm there. And then there's this old man that uh, he, like everybody thinks he's crazy, but he's the only one who really knows about me. And uh, he's he's growing up. He's growing up. And I, one of the things I wanted to bring up to you was that I don't know how. Do you know how old Sonic is in this movie? In this movie, no, I'm not really sure. They they call him a kid, but yeah, because he just grew up from being a a baby. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things I wanted to bring up is Sonic has had no human interaction, right? Like, he's he's interacted with people. Like, one of the things they show in the beginning of the movie was in the trailer where he's running past the uh, speedometer, right? Yeah. The, the, the radar gun. And apparently he just does that, like, every day, pretty, you know, often, just to mess with the cop. And the cop doesn't know why his radar gun is going off. And... Sonic is a no like he, like they what they pretty much are saying is that Sonic doesn't talk to people but he's still this happy go lucky guy and he's just never had an actual conversation with anybody and yet Sonic can speak English he could speak it very well and he doesn't seem to be socially awkward in any way which I found it 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 was hard for me to uh it, it seemed a little bit unbelievable to me that Sonic would not have become like, like a crazy recluse. Like I, I just thought like there's no way that anybody in this situation would come out of it sane. Let alone so like he's he's still like he's practically a social butterfly. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, so <laughs> have you heard of the term suspension of disbelief? I have. Yes. Right. So I I'm confused why you didn't ask me 
you know, why there's a giant hedgehog running. Well, on we're going to get to that as well because <laughs> oh, oh, we are. Yes, okay. yeah, of course, because Sonic. They the, the question is asked uh, by the cop, and I'm about to get his name. Um, Tom. Tom. Tom is yes, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. So Tom says, "What are you?" He says, "I'm a hedgehog, obviously." And later in the movie, uh, Tom's girlfriend, Tom or his wife, Tom's wife asks, "What is he?" He says, "He's a hedgehog." And they they start to act like it's obvious, but it's it's obviously not obvious. And the other thing is like, okay, so they say he's a hedgehog, obviously. But they don't address the fact that hedgehogs don't look like this, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> they, they don't look like this. Um, uh, we got way off track. What, what, what were you talking about before that? Uh, uh, um, oh, the, the crazy. Not socially yeah, awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so you yeah. said that I should uh, just suspend my 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 suspension of disbelief. Yeah, yeah. So, you said I should just turn off my brain. It's a popcorn movie, right? It, it kind of is, you know, nobody's really going into the end game Infinity War movies and saying like, well, Infinity Stones don't actually exist. So, so there what is are, it? You know? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, you're, you're <laughs> trying to, you're, you're, you're trying to eliminate like half of my questions I have planned here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, it was something that, it was something that got to me. I, it was one okay. of the very first sticking points. I was like, oh, okay, like, I get it. You know, there's so many movies where a character that shouldn't have any idea how to speak English. Okay, like in Star Wars, everybody knows how to speak the same language, let alone English, right, exactly. Right? I get that. Like, we have to pretend that they're saying something else, or you know, they're speaking that they're communicating right. somehow. Yeah. Right. Like in the there's a Tom Cruise movie. Uh, it's like a war movie, and in the beginning. Uh, the characters are literally speaking in German and they use subtitles and like mid sentence it changes into English. So just to kind of sh- like adjust the audience. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get that. I get that. At the same time, <laughs> I felt like I felt like Sonic should have been a little jittery, a little bit uh, uh, maybe like an addict of some sort. Like he doesn't seem to be addicted to anything. He doesn't seem to have any trouble. With anything. He's addicted to speed. Well, he does got to go fast. He um, does. Yeah, okay. All right, well, all right. That, that was something I wanted to bring up. I wanted to bring up the uh, h- how good he was at speaking with people and the fact that he could uh, speak English at all. Another thing right. I want... Well, oh, I'm sorry, go oh, ahead. Go ahead, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, okay, okay, I was just going to say that, yeah, in, in all portrayals of Sonic across comics tv shows games he's always been that you know cocky yeah yeah kind of guy right. um that's that's just simply how he's portrayed he's that's his personality did you did you like um, uh were you a fan of the shows there's a lot of shows now right uh yeah I, i've seen um i think the most popular right now would be uh, sonic x and sonic boom uh then there was of course the mm-hmm. adventures of sonic way back then yeah i was around uh, yeah, back then. i've watched them yeah, I was yeah, around pretty, when, the, nice. when those were airing. No. Um, they had two – I'm sure you know about this, but they had – for a while they had two Sonic shows. This is back in the 90s. They had two Sonic shows airing at the same time with new episodes each, and one was real happy-go-lucky. They're just in this happy little robot world, and the other one was really dark. And I think Sonic was still – like I, it was still the same voice actors. And, and Jaleel White, uh, that's uh, Urkel. He was voicing Sonic for both shows. 
Yes, I, I don't know if we're talking about the same one. I know that there was a show called Sonic Underground. Mm-hmm. They had a totally different set of characters too. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I think Julia White was the same uh, voice actor for both shows. Okay. Um, yeah, one was just really a lot darker than the other one, mm-hmm. and they had uh, like I, it must have been very confusing at the time just to be like wait a minute like what's going on like i just saw sonic <laughs> really happy and now he's like in this dark world egg man or, or dr robotnik is a real dick here okay all right back to the movie um one of the things i noticed just uh because they like really made it obvious was that uh this movie got some sponsorships um the first, the first uh, product placement I noticed was from Zillow. She said, "Like, yeah, I found it on Zillow, and that one was kind of um, like mm. I, she was looking for a house in San Francisco." Because if you're listening to the show, one of the uh, aspects of the plot for Tom the cop was that he wanted to become, he wanted to move out of uh, Green Hill to San Francisco. He wanted to be a, a cop in San Francisco so that he could really help people. It, it, it was feeling like Mayberry in. The, in Green Hill Zone, so uh, he wanted to. Uh, he wanted to. I don't know. San Francisco has some serious problems, so I guess he wanted to deal with uh, junkies and people shitting in the streets. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but where where am I going with this? Oh, uh, so his wife mentions that she found a house on, on Zillow or something, and then uh, they also mention Mellow Yellow by name which I thought was an interesting product placement. Mm-hmm. Toyota is very prominently placed. Uh, Tom's truck is a Toyota. And then the biggest one of all, of course, is Olive Garden, which is mentioned multiple times in the movie. And the reward at the end is a $50 Olive Garden card. Let me ask you, when you saw this movie on Valentine's Day, did you uh, follow up with Olive Garden? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, purchasing uh, the first time I heard it in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I thought, OK, you know, I'm feeling quite parched. I, I think mm-hmm. I can go for some mellow yellow. Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't on the menu, but yeah, I, I can we see did go for it afterward. Not, not having that. Yeah. Mellow yellow is kind of a uh, niche these days. Yeah. OK. Uh, you know what? Another thing. OK. I, we're still like really early into the movie, so I guess we can go at a faster clip. But one of the things I wanted to bring up. And I want your thoughts on this. Uh, they take a shot at Mario early into the movie, and then it be they repeat it. It's like you know, it's a little subtle, somewhat subtle joke. Because uh, Sonic is like, he mentions uh, another planet that he can go to, and it's a mushroom planet. So I was thinking, okay, Mushroom Kingdom, and he says, Ugh, I hate mushrooms. You know, it's a it's a callback to the the. Uh, uh, Genesis does what Nintendo days, you know, the uh, the console war days of the 90s. And, but then they, they make the joke again and again. And then it becomes like a, a main plot of the movie. It's like, oh, I have to, I have to leave Earth, but the only place I can go to is this mushroom planet. When you, when you saw the movie, did you think of Mario? That is a fantastic interpretation. Um, but again, oh, no, you I better not, not think call of Mario. this a cow. <laughs> this is uh, part of the Sonic canon, actually. But, okay, hold on. I'm going to let you finish, Taylor. But <sighs> if 
it's part of the Sonic canon, and I'm assuming it's part of like one of those Archie comics or something. But if it's part of the Sonic canon, isn't it possible that it originated with the 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 battle between Sega and Nintendo, where you know they're taking a shot at Nintendo's Mushroom Kingdom? Okay, I could see why you might think that, but is it entirely possible? Maybe. Um, I, I, I gotta know now. But now you gotta know. Okay, so for the first Sonic game, mm-hmm. there was no mention of any mushroom no. anything. Now right. Sonic, the the first Sonic was 1991, mind yeah. you. Um, and then for the second Sonic game, there was no mushroom planet or anything like that either. It was. It wasn't until the third Sonic game for the Sega Genesis yes. that they had a mushroom hill zone. Yes, I see now, the picture of it. Yes. So now I got to you know, bring everything together that in the beginning of the Sonic movie, we, mm-hmm. I probably should have mentioned this earlier. Um, the people that are chasing Sonic are echidnas. Oh, that should, that should yeah. make a light bulb in your head yeah. because uh-huh. uh, Knuckles, a yes. different character is an echidna. Yes. Knuckles he the lives, echidna is his name. Yes. He lives in Mushroom Hill. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So what you're saying is that, Knuckles is from the Mushroom Kingdom. I think you just solved Sonic. Thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, that makes that makes sense. So, um, I'm about to say something really stupid. If you, if you uh, are listening to the show, Knuckles is the red one. Knuckles is red Sonic. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sonic blue, Knuckles red. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's the one with the spiky knuckles. And then in uh, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. He could glide around and uh, hook to things. Actually, he could do that in Sonic 3 too, as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't as fun to play in uh, Sonic Adventure 2. He's a lot more fun in the, the 2D games. Um, yes. Okay. All right. Well, now now I'm not so sure. But I, it just felt like such a jab. It, But I guess you're right, you know? I'm trusting you. Yeah. So, so, so the reason... This is important to have you on this show so that I can be uh, fact-checked a little bit. And then I could just uh, cut your fact check, fact-checks out of the actual podcast. Right, to make you sound right. Right. Yeah. So I, if you could just say, you're right, I'll, uh, I'll add that. You're right. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, uh, let's see here. I have some notes. Okay, so, well, you've kind of poured some cold water on my Mario theory. And it makes sense for them to not really go after Mario because they're 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 buds now, right? You know? Uh there's Sonic and Mario at the Tokyo Olympics twenty twenty. Um yeah, I, I kind of pictured Miyamoto watching that movie and going like, what the hell man? I thought we were cool. <laughs> so um okay, let's get into this. So plot of this movie plot of this movie is what is the plot can you summarize it for me like briefly okay so um sonic goes to earth mm-hmm. um and then you know he's running around and it was only until after he decides to you know not decides but he makes contact with tom and whatnot yeah um his continued living on the planet basically piques the interest of the government because you know oh, the yeah, power yeah, goes out and into the yeah yeah, yeah exactly uh-huh. yeah um and 
Well, well, can we can we uh, talk about that real yeah. quick? So yeah. Sonic is depressed, okay. right? So Sonic is creepy. I mentioned briefly that Sonic is a, a bit of a he's a, a bit of a, a voyeur. Is that what you want to call? It? He's a, kind of a he's 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 forced to be a creep, right? So he he watches Tom and his wife watch movies, and he's outside in the window just watching the movie with them. He can't really hear it that well. I'm assuming you know he watches them do everything, but also Sonic has a, a day life as well. So he he. Uh, in one scene, he is he runs under the bleachers during a baseball game, and he's watching these kids play baseball. And then, you know, cut to later that evening, it's nighttime, and Sonic is still at that uh, baseball field, and he's uh, playing baseball by himself. He's he's pitching the ball from the pitcher's mound. He runs up with the bat, hits it, runs, and pretends like he can't catch the ball. He's just depressed. He, he he's he's getting sad, and. You know, without real explanation, he just, he just kind of has some frustration, and he starts running around the diamond, the baseball diamond, really fast because that's his thing. He runs so fast that blue electricity starts forming around him, and a blue explosion happens, and that, that's what you were talking about where he creates a blackout. Right. Yes, and then that attracts the uh, attention of the U.S. government, and that's when uh, they bring in Robotnik, right? Uh, yeah, so the government doesn't know what's happening, so they bring in this Robotnik guy to yeah. figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he gets closer and closer to finding out that it's Sonic. Right, right. And so in in this movie, uh, there is no pre-established history with Dr. Robotnik and Sonic the Hedgehog because this is his – like Sonic came to Earth. And, you know, in the in the games, Robotnik is on the same planet or planets right. as, as Sonic. So we're, we're forcing worlds to collide. What were your thoughts on, uh, like, did you have initial preconceptions about this being, when they announced that it was going to be a live action movie? Because that kind of uh, made me groan a little bit when I first heard it. I'm like, oh man. So Sonic is going to be interacting with people. Like that's just what everybody wanted. Like I, 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 I had like a kind of cynical take on it because, you know, like that happens all the time. They just released a, a Tom and Jerry movie on HBO Max and it's Tom and Jerry in the real world with people. I haven't seen it. It might be amazing. It might be the next Sonic the Hedgehog. But uh my initial thoughts were not positive. Um and I did, you know, if it's not clear, I, I liked the movie more than I expected to. And I, I kinda gave the movie the business on my podcast um before it came out. So this is me uh eating a little bit of crow. I have a lot of thoughts on the movie. But uh, did I have a question for you in the beginning of this rant? You, you did. You, you asked me what my initial thoughts were and then gave your initial Yes, thoughts. okay. That's exactly what I meant to do. Huh? What are your initial thoughts? <laughs> okay. I, I think I can speak for practically everyone okay. when I say that everyone's initial thoughts were horrid. Yes. I mean, you saw the original Sonic. Oh, yes. We haven't even talked tried about to that. tried to sell us. We yeah. haven't even talked about that yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. It, it, it looked atrocious it was just it was mm-hmm. disturbing mm-hmm. it probably gave people nightmares it was horrible mm-hmm. it was an insult he to had, people he had like teeth. me you know yeah we already had depression uh, yes. us fans mm-hmm. right. and then they give us that and say look everyone it's your favorite childhood hero but sonic the hedgehog <laughs> as a sonic fan though you're you're like you said you're used to depression uh don't you think you kind of deserve that you know what what was i expecting right, right. Like, like did you like wouldn't you have been shocked 
if it was something just perfect, like if they had just, just nailed go, the yeah. landing, like if, if they it's like, oh, here is exactly what you wanted. And you know, the, of course, they did the. It was a whole story. They they redesigned him and everything. And they delayed the movie six months. Right. But if they had just like nailed it right away, like I, it just seems unreal. It seems unreal that that would have happened. The uh, the producer of the movie was the guy who directed the first Deadpool. Uh, what was his name? Mm-hmm. Tim something. Um, yeah, he talked about this. He talked about it was his idea. Essentially, like he was, it wasn't, I don't know if it was solely his idea, but he was sure of it. He was like, no, 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 no. Like, because Sega did not like it. They were like, uh, this is like when they asked for their notes on it, they're like, the eyes, dude. Like, the eyes are just, <laughs> they're these beady small, Sega, that's not Sonic. Yeah, he had, uh, he, and he didn't have gloves either, right? Uh, they added the cartoon gloves. Um, I think instead, he, yeah, he had fur, like white fur on his hands. White instead. fur, yeah. And he also had a, like a smaller mouth with like very individualized teeth, which, you know, does make more sense within the real world. But as this, <laughs> when I think of the Sonic fandom, I just think, I, I feel like that first trailer probably killed a few people. Like, literally. I feel like they literally like had an aneurysm or something because so much of that is, like, so much of, like, the, that community is just artwork, right? It's just, like, love of these characters and the way they look. Right. <laughs> and then Paramount's like, here you go. Here you go. Eat your shit sandwich. And there were some people. I looked, okay, so I looked up uh, some Metacritic reviews. And one of the one of the first reviews I saw was a 10, 10 out of ten, and the guy said I liked it even before they redesigned. It. <laughs> <laughs> so some people will you know make an excuse for anything they love. Right, that's true. But uh, we didn't start here. I'm glad we I'm glad we talked about the uh, the redesign because that's something I, I wanted to talk about. But um, oh yeah, it was your initial thought. So you said it was it was terrible. Right. Um, oh, yeah. You, Gangster's Paradise on the yes, trailer. Yes. So they had with no relation to Sonic <laughs> whatsoever. And I think actually there was product place. So they actually took that out. Um, I because wasn't they he did. wearing like some uh, Nike trainers in that first um, trailer? They resembled it. Yeah. I I I want to. I, I swear, maybe they didn't have the actual Nike swish. But yeah, when uh, he he gets shoes from a little girl, his uh, Tom's niece. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Tom's niece uh, gives him some shoes because one of the unspoken subplots of this movie is that uh, Sonic's shoes have been worn down uh, mm-hmm. from running so much. And I guess he's just been in the same pair of shoes since he was a baby. That's not clear, but uh, that's one of the ways Dr. Robotnik finds him is because he sees Sonic's a, a partial footprint, mm-hmm. which uh, – I'm, I, I've never – maybe that's established in the comics, but I've never seen that in the, the games uh, where they talk about Sonic's actual foot. He's always wearing his red shoes. Is that a thing? Uh, it was a thing in, in the comics. You could see, like, footprints in some subplots. But, no, in the games, you never show Sonic's feet. That's like a – we don't want to know. Yeah, we don't – it just seems – yeah. It's – yeah. It's like seeing what the bottom of a diglet looks like. Yeah, you don't want to know. Uh, yeah. Now, as you were saying that, it made me think, I bet, I, and if it's not a thing yet, as soon as this podcast goes up, it's going to become a thing. I bet you there are people dedicated, like the, like their uh, 
kink is Sonic characters' feet. I bet that's a, a thing in the art community. Hmm. I, I feel sorry for what happens on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, don't want to Google it. I don't want to. <laughs> well, it won't be there, but it will be there after you upload this. Okay, perfect. Perfect. I'm glad I could help the world in that way. Um, well, speaking of the characters, well, you know, we'll get into that when we, when we start talking about the end of the movie. Um, okay, so to uh, recap on the movie, where we're at. So it, it becomes kind of a road trip movie, right? So uh, yeah. Tom and Sonic have to – where are they going? Are they going to San Francisco? I believe it's, yes. like, oh, it's okay. either that or so, Sacramento. No, it's San Francisco. San Francisco. Charlie. It's definitely San Francisco. But, okay, so we'll, uh, let's rewind for a second. In the trailer, if you've seen the trailer, you'll remember that uh, even before he was fixed, even in the creepy-looking Sonic trailer uh, – Tom shoots a uh, sleeping dart at Sonic. Yes, he and does. what you don't see in the trailer is that when he does that, so Sonic is on the run, right? He realizes that Robotnik is after him. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, this planet is no good for me. Uh, this guy's just going to keep finding me." And so he pulls out his stash of golden rings that uh, Longclaw the Owl Mom gave him many moons ago. And he's about to go to his godforsaken mushroom kingdom. And Tom walks into this outhouse or whatever they're in, this little shed. And it takes Sonic by surprise. And this is part of the movie. This is part of the plot of the movie. Uh, Tom is wearing a shirt that says San Francisco. Because when you're (laughs) going to move to a place, you wear the shirt of the name of the place with the name of the place you're going to move to. And this is another thing, you know, Sonic wasn't taught how to speak or interact with people, but he also knows how to read English. So he sees the shirt and he says, San Francisco. Okay. So Tom shoots him in the leg and then Sonic sees his shirt and he reads it out loud. He says, San Francisco and a ring has fallen to the ground and they don't really explain it until later, but what you do with these magic golden rings is I guess you throw it on the ground and say the name of the place you want to go to. And these magic golden rings knew San Francisco specifically. So it opens up a portal in this shed to San Francisco and it's on the floor. It's a big portal and uh, Sonic is drugged. So he accidentally drops his sack of golden rings through the portal and it lands on this rooftop of uh, I wish I knew the name. It's probably, it's a famous building in San Francisco, and then the portal closes up, and th- so from there on, uh, Sonic has to get to San Francisco to find his rings so that he can get to the Mushroom Kingdom to uh, avoid Robotnik. Right? Does that sound correct to you? Yes. Okay. So the plot of this movie is uh, the 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 general tone becomes this this road trip between Tom and Sonic going to San Francisco, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, Tom mentions it to Sonic. He's like, why don't you just run there, right? Like, you can get there a lot quicker than I can in my car. And like you said, they're in Montana. That's a that's yes, a hell of are. a drive. That's, <laughs> that's a hell of a drive, especially since Sonic can, like, go around the entire planet in, like, what, a minute? Probably less. Probably less. <laughs> but Sonic tries. He tries to run to San Francisco, 
and ends up in the Pacific Ocean. So he tries one time, runs straight back. He, he was able to find Tom, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> he runs straight back, and they just say, screw it, you know? We tried. And so let's just, let's just drive 60 miles an hour the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> so... No Google Maps. Yeah, no <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic can figure out how to speak English by himself. He can figure out how to read, but he can't be bothered learning Earth technology. No. So that's that's the part of the movie. So it, it, it becomes a road trip, and early on in the movie, or about midway through the movie, they stop at a bar, and then it is revealed to us that Sonic is a god because he gets in a. A bar fight. They get in a bar fight, and then they do the scene from X Men. Which one was it? Um, actually, I think they did it in the last two X Men movies with the speed. What, what's this, what's the fast guy's name? Um, um not yeah. Sonic. Not Sonic. Yeah, that was his name. So, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, right? He's racing through is uh, Apocalypse. X Men Apocalypse. Uh, super fast not sonic is running through this building that it's exploding and he's like just kind of taking his time and like er everyone's moving super slow right but he can he can speed all around them he can move them he's he's taking them out of the building he's making little jokes adjusting their hat whatever right and so sonic pretty much does the exact same thing in a bar fight and you know it's kind of weird because he tries to before he goes into Super Saiyan Sonic God mode, he tries hitting a guy with a beer bottle, but he can't, he's not even strong enough to break it. But then, you know, he just becomes, he, he's able to, when he starts speeding around, everybody's like moving in practically, they're, they're practically frozen. Uh, he's able to like push the same guy like through a window or something, not through a window, but he's able to push him, oh, he's able to push Tom. He saves Tom's ass from getting hit by somebody. But he's able to push this guy who's probably over 200 pounds, but he couldn't break a, a, a beer bottle. So uh, that was another frustration I had with the movie. What did you think, though? I, I, I still, you know, despite my uh, nitpicks, I thought it was kind of a cool scene. What did you think? I thought it was nice. I thought um, it's really hard knowing what the directors wanted because you could tell at the beginning, especially with the weird-looking Sonic, they did think that the best story would be to be like like how can we put him in the real world like how mm -hmm. do we explain that you know so um i'm glad that they kind of abandoned that in a way because with this scene it kind of shows us like the full extent of sonic speed and yeah how like nothing like that exists in the world we see him do it again you know later in the plot which we can get to it um that famous trailer scene but um yeah, yeah it, it yeah. was nice uh, a lot of the time uh, in the games, you normally, or or even the comics, you don't normally see Sonic move so fast that things stop. If it is done, it's done as the end game. It's done as like the last resort. That's, that's like this is Sonic's climax. full power. Yeah. Yeah. But here, they, it's just right in the movie, and he does it for fun, basically. So I think yeah. it's nice to show the audience that. Yeah, and you made me think. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm sure this whole thing was originally rendered with the creepy looking Sonic. And it was one of the things that they in that bar scene before it becomes this, you know, the slow mo scene. Uh, 
Sonic is talking to a waitress and she comments on the way he looks. But I was thinking, you know, he originally looked much like more, much more like roadkill. I don't don't know how to, to put it, but he probably would have still fit in a little bit better in the real world, even though, you know, he doesn't look like anything should look, but yes. But yeah, I, I, because he does look like a cartoon. Like, I mean, I get what that was one of the things I wanted to comment on. Um, I, I enjoyed this movie about the same as I enjoyed Detective Pikachu, and I thought I was going to like Detective Pikachu way more than Sonic. But one thing I, I want to give Detective Pikachu props for was the uh, the CG is incredible for the Pokemon. Like it, it, I just like I said, I rewatched like the first fifteen minutes, and it looks even better on my TV. But it, it like the it, with CG, like when you're putting like fake animal like creatures in the real world, any CG really, but lighting is like the hardest thing to get correct. And right. they, they do it really well in that movie, at least up to now. You know, 20 years from now, I'm going to think it looks like trash. But uh, right now, it, it, it was just peak. And I was comparing it with Sonic. And Sonic just looks like a cartoon character. Um, and. That's what he's supposed to look like, but that's one of the reasons I w- thought it was when they first announced that it was going to be Sonic teaming up with a cop in live action. I, I was like, "This is going to look so stupid," but uh, I don't I don't know where I'm going with that. I guess I just wanted to to uh, comment on the cartooniness of it. Um, I don't know. I, I think the movie it felt like the movie was made for kids. It didn't feel like it was made for me. As uh, somebody who is no longer a kid, what did you think of that? Yeah, um, I think it was very easy to tell that it was a children's movie, <laughs> um, especially with you know certain references to childhood games such Which as games? Fortnite. So wait a minute, okay? Yes, uh, Sonic flosses a lot. Uh, he yes, does the floss His dance dentist like a lot. Likes him a lot. Yeah, um, like a lot. Like right or am I my is my no, you're, brain you're creating just more memories it. of it? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. But I know he does it more than one time. Yes. And uh, yeah, so they reference Fortnite, but they don't reference the Sonic the Hedgehog games. Why is that? Well, you see, Chris, because this is a Sonic movie, which inherently mm-hmm. is a reference to the Sonic games. Yeah. See how that works out there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I I was kind of frustrated that they didn't get uh, Jaleel White back to voice Sonic. Mm, uh, I see. They they got uh, was Ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec. I thought he did a yes. fine job. Uh, but I I really wanted to. I feel like Jaleel White deserves more work, and he was my favorite Sonic. You know, uh, some of the voice actors in the games I thought did a poor job, to say the least. Um, and you know, I, th- I, I thought Ben did fine, but I really wanted to hear, uh, Sonic tell me, you know, you know, he, he should have, he didn't tell me, uh, to say no to drugs one time and he did not. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, do you have any thoughts? What did you think of the, the, the voice talent? I think a lot of people were expecting, um, the more modern voice of Sonic, his name is Roger Craig Smith. I believe he voiced a 
Resident Evil character. I think it was Chris Redfield. Um, but he wasn't the voice actor. I, I think, again, remember, everybody was going into this with the absolute, you know, worst yeah. expectations mm -hmm. ever. But to many people's surprise, Ben Schwartz did a great job. I, th I thought he did. I thought he did pretty good. Uh, I'm not surprised at all that they didn't go with the uh, the video game voice actor. Actually, he replaced. From what I remember, he replaced the previous voice actor. The, the, the Sega fired the last guy who played Sonic because uh, they didn't want to hire Union anymore. They they were going for a cheaper option. Uh, so I'm not surprised they did that. But I'm also not surprised that. Uh, uh, Paramount did not go with the video game voice actor because that's just not how Hollywood operates. You know, the the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies, they all, like, the Chipmunks, I'm pretty sure, are all played by, like, real actors. Like, and it's purely to put those actors' name on the poster because they didn't even yeah. advertise it that way. They didn't say, hey, uh, the guy from Scrubs is playing Alvin. Because they're they're just changing their voice anyway. It's it's purely for marketing purposes. Mm -hmm. It is, and it's weird though because they don't really even push it that hard. They don't say Ben Schwartz is Sonic the Hedgehog. So I'm not surprised that uh, they ditched the video game uh, voice actor. However, however, you know, I was going to wait to talk about this, but we could talk about it now. There's a post credit scene with Tails. What's Tails' full name? Uh, is it Tails the Hedgehog? Um, we see if Tails was a hedgehog, that would be the name. But no, Tails. Oh, he's a fox. Um, he's a fox. Right? Is a fox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tails is actually a nickname that Sonic gives him. That's not his name. What's his name? Um, his name is Miles. Miles. Prower. Yes, that's right. My Miles. What? Per per hour. Maybe in a robot chicken universe, <laughs> but. Prower, like power, Prower. but with an R. Prower, but that's yeah. the that's the pun, right? Miles yeah. Prower. Miles, Miles Prower. Yeah. <laughs> I knew his name was Miles. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, Miles Prower. Okay, so Miles or or Tails, as we know him, uh, shows up in a post credit scene of Sonic the Hedgehog, and he straight up sounds like he's from a video game, right? Or at least a children's cartoon. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I briefly looked up the uh, person who played him. Uh, it was a woman named something. Colleen or something oh, you know like that. It. Okay. Okay. So you got your trivia ready. So <laughs> Sonic. IMDb is going slow today. Sonic the Hedgehog. I shouldn't have closed that it. That is the... the... So she is the modern tales voice. Yeah, okay, from the I, I figured that because I, I thought she nailed it. I, I thought like okay, she sounds like tales. What I was thinking though was that just like with uh, Sonic, they're like I, I don't think she's in Sonic Two. That's my theory. Uh, but I'm gonna pull her up to see if she's uh, listed already first. I don't think she is yet. Uh, let's see, because she's tails is obviously going to be a character in Sonic Two, right? His, his yeah. tail. His tails are in the logo itself. So I think she gets fired and they do the Hollywood trick again and hire a bigger name for marketing purposes. Yeah. So right now. Like Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Cameron Diaz. 
Cameron Diaz is Tails. <laughs> Tails the young boy wonder. Right. Yeah. So right now, I'm looking at her IMDb. She is not listed for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I don't know if anybody is yet outside of Ben Schwartz. We could find that out too. Um, I have a feeling that they're going to go with a bigger name just for market, marketing purposes. Uh, Sonic, is it called Sonic the Hedgehog 2? I believe so, yes. Sure is. Okay, so playing Tails is unknown. So we don't know if uh, Tom the cop is back, but his wife is. His wife is confirmed for the movie, so Tom is probably back as well. All right, anyway, now that we've gotten that out of the way, uh, let's talk about Robotnik. We haven't talked about him that much. Uh, That was played by uh, Mr. Jimothy Carey. Uh, He has gotten a little weirder over the last uh, decade or so, but uh, this was kind of like a return to his older stuff, the way he, he played this character, which is, you know, it's cool. Uh, he uh, was at an award show he, like about a year before this movie came out, and he, he mentioned that he was going to be uh, in Sonic the Hedgehog, and people just kind of laughed, uh, and he played it up for jokes. He, he was kind of, he, he knew that this wasn't a serious movie. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't look like Dr. Robotnik in the movie. I mean, he has a mustache, but it's not like the crazy haywire one. He's not morbidly obese. Uh, he's not bald. He's he's just like a mad scientist, kind of. Kind of. I, he, he still kind of has his wits to him. Uh, he doesn't really sound like Robotnik, but I still liked, like, you know, he, I liked him enough. I didn't really care for the the uh, assistant being there, like he, like especially when uh, Jim Carrey's first re- uh, not revealed, but his first scene. What, what was his assistant's name? Do you remember it off the top of your head? Oh no, I don't. How many times have you seen this movie? I, honestly, only twice. Only, I've only twice. Seen it the twice. Yeah. Only twice. Okay. Um. So it's uh, Dr. Robotnik. Agent Stone is his name. So Agent Stone, uh, it's in the trailer too. Uh, they, And this was for the kids, right? He says, uh, translate. And Agent Stone says to the army man, he thinks you're basic. Yes, that is, that is you know, the more current language that the children are speaking. Yeah, yeah. But see, Agent <laughs> Stone is not a children. And neither is Jim Carrey. So I, I, I thought that was a little out of place. Do you, did you think um, Robotnik uh, should have been a ginger? Well, you see in the games, he's bald, you know. Mm, um, yeah, but his facial hair is ginger. It, it is red-ish. Um, well, that's what ginger is, right? Reddish. Right, right. That's true. A little cinnamon. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people liked Jim Carrey. Should it have been a ginger? To be honest, probably. You think so? I'm not sure he uh, could have pulled I, it off. Uh, maybe if they didn't have one with such you know bright colored eyes or anything. But um, I think most people liked the fact that he... Jim Carrey was in the movie because with the low expectations Jim Carrey gave 
a glimmer of hope that yeah. maybe it's not going to be garbage. Yeah, uh, to, yeah, that's a good point because, to be fair, even though like I was not feeling the idea of this movie at all, when I heard uh, Jim Carrey was playing Doctor Robotnik, I was like, oh, okay, that 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 makes sense. That's a good that's a good yeah. casting choice. Um, and you know, uh, since we're kind of going bouncing back and forth here, the trailers, the later trailers of this movie like spoil one of the very last shots of the movie which is they do jim carrey looking like robotnik is supposed to look outside of being like oddly weirdly obese the way his body is shaped uh actually is he even is he even fat like that in the um in the newer games when he's eggman he is he's still very round okay okay yeah and then they do have a little – I was waiting for it, and they, they delivered. They did have a little nod calling him Eggman because his, he has these drones that are – these white little circular drones that kind of look like eggs. And then Sonic calls him Eggman. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, okay. You know, okay. Let's, let's move along with the plot here. So they get to San Francisco. I, I, I like that joke from the trailer uh, where – Sonic is in the duffel bag, and they're like, is that your kid in the duffel bag? He said, well, y- you know the joke. Uh, yeah. It's not my kid, but he's in the duffel bag. Uh, so they get to San Francisco. They go up the building, and that's the other thing. Let's, let's talk about this real quick. They get to San Francisco. They find the building because it's an iconic building. It's got this very particular point to it. And I'm waiting. I'm thinking they're, they're there. Okay, Sonic just needs to run up the building and go grab it. And he, he runs over to the building and runs back. He says, no can do. There's a, it, it's locked. <laughs> like the elevator's <laughs> locked or something. <laughs> and then, you know, later when they, they, they finally get up there and they're at the top of the building, Sonic ends up running down the building. He ends up running down the building like you would expect Sonic to do. So there's, there's some clear logical fallacies in this movie. I fully agree with you. I'm not sure if you've seen the show um, Teen Titans. It was on Cartoon Network. I, I've seen I've seen a little a, a few. Oh, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the well, original one? The original one. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. I, I was more into the the Batman shows, but yeah. Okay, well, you just need to be familiar with that. There's a character there, Beast Boy. He turns into animals. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes you see him turn into a bird to fight a bad guy and then he loses he gets smacked away but he can also in other episodes turn into a t-rex now you could ask yourself why don't you always turn into a t-rex and always win yeah and and you just you don't get that i i don't know why so that kind of reminds me of what you were telling me here um sonic could just turn into a ball and smash the door open right (laughs) he can yeah I, I honestly don't um, think he even needed to use the door. He just could have probably not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, unexplainable. Um, I guess they they didn't really think that people over the age of thirteen yeah. were going to be watching the yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. But here you are, here thirty five. Right, thirty five. How old am I? Thirty five. Here I am, thirty five, forty. All right. Well, actually, when this move, when, when the sequel, does the sequel come out next year? Uh, twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be uh, thirty four when that movie comes out. So I'll <laughs> give it a, a thorough review then, or when it comes to Hulu in uh, twenty twenty three. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So 
let, let's fast forward a little bit. All right, so Sonic, he he he, he kicks. Uh, Robotnik comes right, and you mentioned this. You 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 alluded to it because we talked about the slow mo scene, and there's another slow mo scene that comes up in San Francisco, where in the t- at the top of this building, they they pick up the bag of rings, and everything is great now, or so we thought, because Robotnik swoops on in in his uh, Doctor Robotnik ship. I don't know what you'd call it, uh, special ship, and he's got all these drones flying out of it, and then all of a sudden. Like, a ridiculous amount of miniature missiles are flying towards Sonic. And then he does the trailer shot where everything gets all slow and he starts drumming on the missiles and just having fun. I think a, a song plays. Yes. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, Tom and his wife are about to just get adios, right? And so Sonic says, I got this, and he kicks them off the building or pushes them off the building. And I think they were just thinking, like, what, what the hell? You don't got this. And so they're flying off the building thinking this blue alien hedgehog just, like, this is how I die. And then Sonic decides, oh, yeah, I do know how to run down buildings. And he throws the one of the magic rings below them. I don't think this is how physics works because he's able to throw the ring past them and, uh, of course, they fly back into their hometown of Green Hill, Montana, into a barn or something. They look like they've been rolling in the hay. And then, uh, you know, fast forward a little bit. Uh, Sonic is running from Robotnik, and his special ship – can you explain this to me? His special ship allows him to follow Sonic despite Sonic's uh, unreal speed. Right, like you said, he can probably go around the world in less than a minute. Um, so I, I'm not sure how this works. I don't know. Oh, it's powered by his his one of his quills, right? Yes. So because uh, Robotnik that was the has, quills he got. Yeah, he he grabs a the, quill from the beginning. Tom, yeah, yeah, from his house, and they don't really explain a lot of these things. They just kind of like, which is you know, it's better to show than tell, I suppose, but. A lot of it is just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is happening. So uh, Robotnik has this ship that can kind of just like go at ridiculous speeds because he has one of Sonic's quills. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, so right before this scene happens, um, I believe they show him like going mad with power, you know, analyzing the quill, Mm -hmm. figuring out how it works. Yeah. And then using it to put in a ship, which is called, by the way, the Egg Pod. Ah, the Egg that's, Pod. That's the name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. but he he learns how to harness Sonic's power in his ship. Is that what it's called in the games, Because um, he's always flying around in something in the game. I believe so. Yeah, in the very first Sonic game, he's flying around in that as well. Um, But yeah, I, I think you your memory might be... Failing you, you know, as you're going toward yeah, a yeah. I mean, I saw age. it like three days ago, so I could see. That. <laughs> um, but I think he's chasing Sonic, but is he not following him in the rings? He does. Like, that, but that's so- he, he does follow yeah. him through the rings. Yes, but what I'm saying is, okay, so he pushes. Okay, so during that Sam, I think it was around that uh, scene where they're on top of the building. And, you know, he's shooting all these missiles. So Sonic's about, he's, he goes into this god mode, right? Where he's just like, I can freeze time. I, I'm so fast that time looks like it's frozen. I'm drumming yeah. on your missiles. I don't care. 
And then Robotnik pushes a button in the egg pod, which kind of just like neutralizes Sonic power, Sonic's power against him. Like so, it, it, anything that's going on within that ship, Robotnik is pretty much unaffected. So it, the way I perceived that was whatever that button did scientifically it allowed robotnik and that ship to move at least at the same ungodly speed sonic is moving so that's how he's keeping up with sonic right yes he presses the button it uses the quill's power so that it matches sonic's speed. right right scientifically scientifically so you know fast forward like you said uh what they do is like in the very beginning of the movie we, we didn't really uh talk about this but in the very beginning of the movie it's this scene where sonic is running around san francisco being chased by dr robotnik and it's kind of like this freeze frame kind of thing like you're probably wondering how i got here that sort of thing yeah and, great sonic voice by the right way. thank you and uh so once we finally arrive to this point in the movie sonic's like and here we are and uh then they cut back to it. Sonic is throwing rings to try to ditch Robotnik. So he's throwing a ring thinking, I want to go to Egypt. And the ring opens up to Egypt, but Robotnik's right on his ass. And Robotnik is right through the ring as well before it closes up. And he's just going from place to place to place until they finally arrive at uh, Green Hill. Does that sound right to you? Yeah, they end up in Tom's place, yeah. In his place? His actual place? No, no, no. Like his, um, his, his, his town. town. Yeah, his town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then, you know, I, there's probably some details we're missing here, but uh, it pretty much becomes a nighttime scene at this point. And we're, yeah. we're kind of at the climax of the movie almost. Um, and so they're in, like, the, the town, like the town square of Green Hill. I, I don't know what you'd call it. And, you know, uh, I might have – I might have – gotten distracted on my phone or something because the the details are are getting fuzzy here but pretty much sonic gets killed and i know he got killed because they played the sad music and they said you killed him and he would say he was a better hedgehog than you'll ever you'd ever be robotnik something like that right and i thought wow they killed sonic the hedgehog in his very first (laughs) movie I was devastated. But we find out he was still alive. What did you think of the scene? What did you think of the uh, the climax? Maybe you can uh, remind me of some of the details I'm missing there. Right. I'm going to be completely honest with you. You pretty much nailed it on the head there. <laughs> um, looking back, it's a very quick scene um, okay. where, yeah, he's, you know, trying to shoot Sonic with these blasts. And then, you know, he finally hits him with one. And then... Yeah. Um, it, it was actually um, with the power of friendship, by the way, because mm. Tom says, like, Sonic's my friend, you know, and Sonic with, without any friends. Oh, that's right, because you know. he wanted to have a friend. He wanted to make yeah, a friend. Yeah, so his lifeless body, you know, post-laser blast, you know, just yeah. gets life again because yeah. he hears that. Through the power of friendship, that's right. It was the first yeah. time a movie ever did that. Uh, yeah, it, it was beautiful. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah we didn't mention um, that Sonic had a bucket list. And he had, like, crossed up everything except make a real friend. Yes. It's, that's actually quite important, and we didn't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that was a major point of this movie. But, see, that tied into my whole thinking, like, you know, that kind of fits in line with my thought process of this guy doesn't have any friends. He doesn't, 
know anybody. And so it, it was so important to him that he put it on his bucket list. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought that was key. Okay. Okay, what happens and, and after is, that? Right. So, you know, during the climax here, you know, it being on his bucket list, it's super important to him. Yeah, he has yeah, a friend yeah. now. So his body revives with this strength, you know. Yeah. Um, I expected him to become Super Saiyan Sonic. Did you? No, because because it's the first you become movie. that with the. Well, no, you you can only become that with the the Chaos Emeralds. Oh, we okay, didn't see okay, any okay. of them, and we didn't talk about the Chaos yeah. Emeralds. I was I was waiting for those to become a plot point as well. But you did you say that they alluded to them, or no? Uh, no, just no, the echidnas, just the echidnas. Yeah, okay. that was in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, so they didn't talk about Chaos Emeralds, which I think was probably okay. Uh, speaking as somebody who is not a Sonic enthusiast who whose eyes just kind of glaze over when I hear the the phrase chaos emeralds um I thought that was a good move because yes. yeah I, you, you're you're starting to get into the weeds and you're starting to turn off the general audiences however I fully expect the term chaos emeralds to be uttered multiple times in the sequel yes me too yeah I think it makes a lot of sense considering um you know tales himself he's like a he's an inventor he's like an engineer kind of guy yeah so he's um, gonna he need those airplanes emeralds. yeah yeah and he actually in the shows and the games he makes devices that tell you where the emeralds are so that's how he that, goes that's and his finds thing them. that's like his uh yeah yeah you take that away from him you take away his livelihood well sort of yeah he's still got his two tails you know but, yeah, but uh, that's not really like a hobby right I, i've got two no legs. it's really not <laughs> He can fly with them. Yeah, at least I can walk with my legs. Like <laughs> I, I would true. miss them, but I wouldn't say that that was like my passion. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, and why does Tails have an airplane? You mentioned that uh, Tails does have an airplane. He, 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 uh, he it's does like a, a, a biplane. <laughs> it's like an old school airplane. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Well, he's just one fox. You know. Yeah. Um, I think you first see it in the second Sonic game. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, that that's just something he builds in every game he's in. Tails seems to be flying around in an airplane. No real yeah. rhyme or reason. It's like just it, what... it's like creating legs when you already have legs. Yeah. I, well, I kinda, don't know. But... I guess you could be tired. You could, your tails could get tired. But his tails are straight up like a helicopter. They even make the helicopter sound when he's flying with them. That is true. When you're really smart, you know, you just think, I got to build something. And for him, it's airplanes. Yeah. I got to build something that I don't need. Yeah. It's like when Sonic is racing, uh, like the kart racers. Like, why is Sonic? Like, that, that, that's. <laughs> Let's talk about this real quick. Like, the Sonic, what do they call it? Sonic, like, All Stars, Transform. All Stars. Yeah. yeah. So, Sonic, yeah. Sonic has his own Mario Karts, right? Yeah. Uh, and the, you know, it's established that Sonic can race around the world super fast, but he's racing people in cars that are much, much, much slower than he is. So that's, to me, that's yeah. like Sonic, like voluntarily getting in one of those like little cars for kids. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, how would there be a racing game if, if there wasn't some sort of how. middle ground. It's called Sonic... What is it called? Sonic 3D Racers on uh, Sega Saturn. 
And on PC, yes. And it's on a very PC, old game. yes. Trash game. But everyone is racing on their feet. And it's, and a, who it's is an the even fastest? playing ground. I think it's an even playing ground. I don't think Sonic it's, has faster stats, does he? He does. Yeah, he <laughs> what does. What a bunch of garbage. Does he, uh, <laughs> do they change the, the handling at least? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The handling is bad, but, you know, he's fast. Very, gotcha. very fast. Okay. So it's a broken game. It is. Yeah, it's it's no good. Uh, they also had a uh, Sonic. I remember playing this on my tenth birthday in an arcade. Uh, they had a uh, Sonic fighting game, a three D fighting game, which was also yeah, Sonic bad. the Fighters. Yeah, that was also bad. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of bad Sonic things. Um, <laughs> yeah, no surprise there. Right. I but I was surprised. What I was surprised was that I consider this movie one of the better Sonic things. Yeah, I would have to agree with you, surprisingly yeah. enough. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, well, what do you – okay, let me ask you, since you're the, the Sonic enthusiast uh, in this conversation. What do you consider – like, I don't know, give me your top top three and bottom three of the uh, Sonic – top three moments or games or pieces of media, whatever, uh, of the Sonic franchise and the bottom three. Okay, so in regards to games – You'll notice that uh, the fandom is actually split into two factions. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are the people who love and adore the 2D games. Yeah. The yeah. side scrollers. And then there are those who adore the 3D renditions of Sonic. Now, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. I, sorry. I, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. Go no. ahead. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I, I feel like I, I want to know what you're going to say. Well, okay. The 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 latter group that you mentioned, the people that adore the the 3D Sonic yes. games. I got to imagine that's a pretty weird group. Like I Interesting. Okay. I I can't imagine the, okay, like I feel like if you are in that camp, if you like, you know what? Yeah, those 2D games are fine, whatever. They're kind of <laughs> old. But, you know, Sonic Forces is where it's at. Sonic Sonic, uh, uh, Sonic Adventure, the first one, I don't know. Oh, I can't even remember. There's so many now. Like, that's where it's at, you know? Like, that's where <laughs> Sonic really, really shines. Like, the camera, the the autoplay, the... Oh, the, was the Sonic the Hedgehog reboot. How did I forget that one? Man, we could talk a lot about like the, the, the Sonic making out with the human princess. It's like three times, yeah. yeah, three times his size. It, it, it's wild. <laughs> it's wacky. Um, no, that, sorry, that that was just my like I, I it kind of broke my brain a little bit. I didn't, I wasn't aware that there were kind yes. of a split fan base. So thankfully, mm-hmm. you are talking with a very pristine mm. Sonic's fan. You know, yeah. a very cultured yeah person i i had i like the 2d games better um as do i but but i i think it is um you named the game actually that people across both factions love and that's sonic sonic adventure 2 oh that's the one that everyone loves right that that's the one everyone loves yeah Um, of course you also mentioned that if you played it again you probably wouldn't like it right um it did not age well. Uh, mm-hmm. It's mostly in everybody's head that it's yeah. critically acclaimed still, that it's still in the glory days. But 
<laughs> it's really not anymore. Right. Um, but aside from that, yeah, a, a lot of people do enjoy, um, like Sonic Adventure, like the first one for the Dreamcast. They like uh, these other games called like Sonic Colors. That's another yeah, one. Yeah, I, I remember um, that one being pretty popular. And the then, the Werewolf Sonic. Yeah, is what was also that? Well, the, I was trying to, that's Unleashed, right? Sonic Unleashed. Yeah, it was for yeah. the Wii at the time. It was, it was no, that one's all, on all of them. Yeah, I, I think it later got um, to PS3 and whatnot. Um, but that's when it first debuted on the Wii. Mm. Um, but yeah, people people do like those a lot. Um, I can't understand it either, but they do. Uh, I think that the best 2D Sonic games, um, the first one would be, it was a remake of sorts. It was called Sonic Mania. Have you heard of that one? Yeah. Yeah, that that's so, uh, I almost bought. Actually, I got it for free through PlayStation Plus. But yeah, that was made by Christian Whitehead, right? Yes, he was um, like a Sonic modder. Right, right. He would mod older Sonic games and make them more modern. Yeah. And Sega decided, okay, you make Sonic games. You, people you make like them, them better than we do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why don't you come to join the team? And he made. Uh, one of the best, I think it's the best 2D Sonic game that has ever existed. Of course, it is only a reimagining of the original. Right? He didn't right? really, yeah, he didn't really bring anything new aside from a couple of new zones. But yeah, um, it still it, it took the glory days and made them better somehow, mm -hmm. which I guess Sega didn't think was possible. Yeah, well, because Sega officially made like they officially made Sonic the Hedgehog four after like almost 20 yes, years they did. or something and they yeah. released it in two parts and it was also a mobile game and uh and it was horrible yeah it was like <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so it was terrible right so you know like what 10 10 years later they did this uh, sonic mania i think uh, the guy christian whitehead like you said he was a modder uh but he he was uh doing so well like with these unofficial ports i think uh of the original yeah. sonic games that they hired him to do the official ones for mobile and then yes that's how it for led mobile to, to sonic mania but i also heard he is like after sonic mania you know it was a huge success uh sega was done They're like yeah that's fine <laughs> we're not we don't we don't want more <laughs> we don't want more so he, he he was i think he was looking for work <laughs> and then he ended up like doing a kickstarter or something for something completely unrelated so uh sega's gonna sega Okay, yep. so uh, would you, you'd consider Sonic Mania at the top of the the heap? At the top of the heap, yeah, I think um, it's hard to say the worst two D Sonic game to a two D Sonic fan, but because there's actually so many, there's some that people barely even remember. There mm -hmm. was a Sonic pinball game, yeah. for the Sega Genesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people um, love that one. They do, uh, of course. It, it's like, uh, is it's that nostalgia really yeah, a Sonic correct. game? Also, you know, um, well, yeah, yeah, that's game. true. That's true. I, I like uh, uh, Pokemon Pinball, but I wouldn't call that like a great Pokemon game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think most people would look at the 3D Sonic games and say that it, it's sad to say that the most recent Sonic game, Sonic Forces, was a pile of heart garbage. Yeah. Say the least. Um, the. the... Big red flag was when they announced that it, oh it's about to be out like next week and it's forty dollars <laughs> <laughs> and I think it came with like controller skins too so yeah there, it, it did there was yeah. uh, there was some some warning signs for that one 
Uh, yeah. I, oh, go ahead. I don't know if you've seen. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to hear what you guys Oh, okay. I, I don't know if you've seen. There's YouTube videos um, that show that show people playing Sonic Forces. Oh. Um, and, and they put the controller down on the floor. And it, the game is basically playing itself. <laughs> uh, like Sonic is moving forward. Yeah. You don't have to do anything wow. there like sonic will even get hit by things yeah but but the things that you get hit by are not set up in a way that will make you lose the game if you just did nothing so you have to really go out of your way to lose yes you would have to try to lose wow wow it, it, it like there are scenes where it says like hurry up and press a they're like little cut scenes mm -hmm. but the controller is doesn't still on the matter. floor and and it doesn't <laughs> matter sonic still wins in the end <laughs> there, there was a, a game um it's called i think rise son of rome or something like that for the xbox one when it was first revealed and people were playing it uh at e3 that year and uh they they noticed the same exact thing they had those uh, QTE, those quick time events where it's a yeah, that's what pound it's on the X button. And you didn't have to push anything. And it, you'd still be just fine in the cutscene. Like <laughs> I, I don't know if they just didn't want to bother creating the animation for the death or, or what, but uh, they were interviewed about it. And they said, yeah, we, we realize that people don't like when they lose. <laughs> so we just, we just, uh, we just make you win. You know, something along those lines. <laughs> and so that kind of reminded me of that. But what you described still sounds more fun than the 2006 Sonic the Hedgehog reboot for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Uh, that that was just an atrocious game. I yeah, would probably see, say that's like one of the lowest points, maybe the low point of the franchise. Right. So it depends what you mean by that. See, because um, this Sonic Forces game, right? Like... you. You can at least, I suppose, watch the game play out, mm -hmm. right? If you put the controller on the floor. But unfortunately, with they call it Sonic the Hedgehog 2006, or people just say Sonic 06. Yeah. Um, you you can't do that because there are so many glitches that you wouldn't be able to see the end of the game more often than not. But that's Sonic a, will clip through a wall or in something. 06, right? In 06, yeah, 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 it's a notoriously glitchy game. I had a roommate in college. That's how old I am, if you want to, to piece things together. So that the game came out when I was in college, and I had a roommate who also was very much a Sonic enthusiast. He paid money for that uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 oh. on his phone. Uh, but he also would play, like, like, he just loved licenses, too. Like, he would play all the bad Spider-Man games, like, all of them. And he'd play them to completion. He'd collect everything. And one of the games I got to witness him playing a lot was Sonic 06. And it is just garbage. It is, like, I ended up uh, learning a lot about it after, like, the, the story of the creation of the game and why it's so bad. Like, it was a rushed project. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like the like you said, the it's super glitchy. Like the story is just like ugh, like for somebody like I know that <laughs> a lot of Sonic fans probably just you know this is probably just religion for them, but <laughs> just like the way it plays out with what, what's that hedgehog na hedgehog's name? The new one they created, was uh, Silver, 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 the, white the one. hedgehog who's like 
I, I don't know. Like they, they He's got that's time another powers. thing. Yeah, that's another thing with the Sonic franchise that we didn't really touch on, and that you know the movie kind of smartly avoided. But again, I think the sequels are gonna get more and more into that territory. But Sonic, the Hedgehog, has a lot of friends. He's got a lot of new characters, like constantly, right? And I'm kind of hoping that the sequel is based on was it, was her name Rouge the Bat? Is it yes. Rouge? Yeah, Rouge the it's Bat. It's Rouge. I'm I'm hoping so. So she's not called the Bat. Well, I'm hoping Rouge the Bat uh, brings COVID to the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> universe. I see. Okay. I think that would be a, a pretty uh, heavy plot that could get a lot of people invested. Right. It, it seemed like maybe you didn't like that the movies were for kids. This would make it probably R-rated. Well, that I you think. know, I'm glad you brought that up because that was something I, I had in my notes. I wanted, I wanted a hard, a hard R Sonic, and I think that okay. And, okay, hear me out, because as I think you are aware. The we we established this earlier. The certain segments of the Sonic community are very horny people. Um, so I think that a large portion of people that uh, are seeing this movie, regardless, would appreciate a hard R Sonic. They would. They would appreciate Rouge the Bat entering yes. into the scene. Yeah. And I think she'll. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna deliver. I think they're gonna (laughs) do it because I. I know we know that Tails is gonna be there, and I. I believe I read a few like months ago that Knuckles was confirmed to be in this uh, sequel. It makes sense with the mushroom and And the echidnas chasing them. Yeah, yeah. So we know that there's gonna be Knuckles. We know that there's gonna be Tails. Uh, Why not go all out? Bring the uh, uh, Rouge the COVID bat into it. And, you know, don't ditch this. You know what I really want? No silver. What was that rabbit's name? Cream the rabbit? I know. How do, Cream. How the hell yeah. do I remember that? You somehow knew it. You're a bigger I'll tell you, than you think. Yeah. <laughs> I re- you know how I remember that? Because I owned Sonic DS, the first Sonic game they made specifically for the DS. Oh, okay. And I don't know if he was created for that. Or if he was created for a Game Boy game. I don't remember. But I remember reading Cream the Rabbit. And I was thinking... And then I saw like a montage of all these characters. And I was like, I don't know who the hell these people are. There's an alligator there. There's uh, you know, I, 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 there's no point in going through all of them. There's, there's just an insane <laughs> amount of characters. I don't know. Where, where was I going with this? Um, Paramount Delivery in the second oh, Sonic yes. movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we'll get it. I think we'll get it. I think that they're gonna get more and more into the weeds. And uh, what about Shadow? That's get out of there! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was what I was trying to bring up. That, that's where I was going with this. Okay, Shadow. Okay. That's the character I want. That's the character I want. If I want people them, like him more than Sonic, which is insanity. Uh, I want I want them to make a Shadow the Hedgehog movie. And I don't. That's I, the hard R you want. Yes. Yes. It's. It would it would be so bad, but man, can you imagine? Can you imagine? And maybe don't even bring up, don't even mention Sonic one time, like in Venom. Like they don't mention <laughs> Spider Man at all. Yeah, make a hard R, hard R Shadow the Hedgehog movie, and <laughs> just make it as cheesy as the game, where he's just like, and you know what? 
Yeah, I was going to say he only says like damn and hell a lot, but no. Make him go nuts. Make him make him make him drop a C <laughs> like word. Like Deadpool level. Yeah, yeah. Make, yeah. <laughs> make <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Would, would you would you watch a Shadow the Hedgehog movie on Valentine's Day? I would. I, I would. You know, that's that's probably going to you know, bring out all the kinks, all those, you know, DeviantArt fan people because you know that you're going to see shadow yeah you're going to see that this movie's rated r yeah right so all the people in hiding they'll just come out <laughs> that's just where all the money is yeah so yeah i don't i don't explore this territory i just know that the, the sonic uh community has a, a notoriety about them so yeah. I, I just know that 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 they are into this stuff well, not you know can't speak for everybody i don't I, i'm not going to assume that uh that's you but <laughs> As you're describing this, I'm just imagining the uh, perverse shadow fan art that must exist. Have you heard of um, Shattuck? <laughs> now, now, I have now. You, <laughs> there is not a K at the end. Don't worry. You don't okay. have to bleep that out. That's fine. Uh, it's a combination. It's, it's you know, yeah, like... Yeah. In, yeah, of the two names, Shadow and Sonic. Oh, okay. Uh, sometimes okay. you'll see like Sonado or something like that. Okay, that that that's um, a logical extension of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's basically just um, uh, pictures of Sonic and Shadow making out. That's ah, that's a very okay. popular that's a lot category. Tamer than what I what I was um, picturing. Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. A, a little bit of trivia. Um, there there was a Sonic Twitter account. It was it was official. Mm -hmm. Um. And they, I forgot when this was, it was last year for sure. And they just had a little segment saying like, ask Sonic um, questions. Yeah. And, and the original voice actor for Sonic, I guess, was waiting there at Twitter. They just, you know, had him chained up to a chair, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Had him answering Twitter questions mm -hmm. that were coming up in real time uh, with his voice. Um, and, and one of the questions... Um, was telling him if, if he could like Google Shattuck, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I'm sure they did have him Google it, but they, they didn't allow him to say that he did. He just, you know, in the Sonic voice was like, hmm, I wonder, you know, what that is, you know, <laughs> however he says. Uh, so Sega is fully aware that this exists. Oh, I'm sure um, Sega's accounts get murdered with all kinds of well here's the thing in sonic forces you you can create your own sonic yeah, so in a yeah. way they're kind of feeding these people oh hell yeah they're, they're, kind, they're making they money. know the money's there yeah you know actually um i want to say this is a long time ago maybe 15 20 years ago uh sega from what i remember i, I could be screwing up the details but from what i remember sega actually issued like so they started issuing cease and desist orders from people that were publishing their own like fan art of Sonic, and uh, they obviously went back on that because it's it's all over now. But yeah, they actually went after their own fans, uh, from what I remember. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was a, a strange move. But uh, yeah, now apparently they're they're into it. Yeah, I, I, we didn't touch on that uh, because was, I guess we we're talking about the movie. But yeah, Sonic <laughs> Sonic Forces, uh, you can create your own freaky looking character. As freaky as you want, you can separate the the pupils all the way to the sides of the head. They give you full control, wow. as you would with your own writing hand if you were trying to draw something. Wow, I didn't realize it was that. Uh, <laughs> that you could be any animal. You could be a bear, a, a hedgehog, 
of course most would pick hedgehog you know yeah but yeah they a bird it could be anything wow wow a fun game people people play is they, they always say this it's on the internet for as long as i've been alive they would always say type in your name and then the hedgehog in google and then see what comes up something will let's play the game Okay. All right. Um, let's see. This is a podcast, so no one will see this, right? That's right. Uh, but, but visual people at vi- home, li- listening to me Google things is uh, great audio podcasting. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. So I give a live in, reaction. Yeah, uh, I typed in Chris the Hedgehog, and literally every single picture is something else. Like everybody has their own. Like there's no there's no <laughs> duplicates here. There's a million Chris the Hedgehogs. Wow. Do you see the one with the tube in his mouth? Yeah. Yeah. Where did yeah. that go? Uh, was that? Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> so let me describe I, I mean, this there's... for the uh, the listeners. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So I, I, if you're listening to this podcast, and if you hear me, you are. I typed in Chris the Hedgehog into Google Images, and there is a bipedal character, not the size of a Sonic you know they look like they're probably normal human size it's like brown fur but they kind of have like hair like a, a plop of hair on their head and there is an oxygen tank on the ground with the tube going straight into his mouth and i don't know if he's pregnant or she's pregnant or if they're just inflating with oxygen but they're holding their belly i realize with their other hand can you explain this to me? Explain your explain your friends. Um I I'm not responsible for the actions of the other <laughs> participants. Okay. Have you ever a... drawn a uh hedgehog with your name on it? I think I'm gonna have to admit <laughs> uh that this Chris the Hedgehog is my creation. No way. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> uh, but no, I actually never, weirdly enough, maybe I was a loner in school or something, but I did not know that all of this existed when I was younger. I only knew like in my late high school years, like senior year, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow, people do this. I didn't. Let me, uh, like, let yeah, me go ahead. correct you real quick. Uh, you were not a loner if you were not aware of this world. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. You're right. I did have friends. I had a very good social life. <laughs> I didn't know this existed. Yeah. I imagine there are a lot of tears behind the search result page. Uh, oh my God. Okay. Wow. Cool. So Chris, the hedgehog. There's there's one just... with a, a fanny pack, like it's a Sonic with nipples, <laughs> wearing a fanny pack. His face looks horrifying, and he's saying something. He says, "I am the Lord of the Rings." <laughs> cool. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you for uh, opening my eyes to that. Anyway, uh, I think you should post your Chris the Hedgehog maybe to the to the Twitter account. Maybe I should. Maybe I can make that the uh, the uh, banner. The thumbnail. Yeah, the thumbnail yeah. for this uh, this episode. <laughs> That's a good idea. And now don't don't forget the oxygen tank because I scrolled <laughs> down. 
Chris the Hedgehog, there's not only one. There are multiple pictures with that uh, with oxygen, oxygen tank. So, well, for artist? Chris the... I don't, I don't know, but I think for Chris the Hedgehog, I think it's canon that he mm. inflates himself with But there's so many different helium. ones. Do they all look different? Uh, I believe so. But I, I saw multiple with an oxygen tank. I've only seen one was one. floating in air or something. I think oh, well, that, uh, that makes sense. Oxi- yeah, you, uh, you stick an oxygen tank in your mouth and uh, you float in the air. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Scientifically. Not, yeah. Scientific. I'm not seeing the uh, the other ones, but I'll have to. You know, I'm not going to pretend like I'm. Gonna <laughs> that. You're gonna have to scroll down even more. <laughs> hey, look! One of my one of our thumbnails popped up actually. Uh, yeah, one of my uh, Chris to Chris thumbnails with the freaky looking Sonic on it. Oh well, you've you've made your mark in Sonic history, I guess. Awesome. <laughs> anyway i uh I, I like i said i looked up some reviews for this thing uh people really love it the the movie um mm-hmm. they do yeah and they like they got they got on metacritic the day of it came out 10 no time to think about it it's a 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i don't know i thought it, overall i thought it was i thought it was better than I could have ever expected, especially mm-hmm. with what they, you know, blending live action with uh, CG. It's it's trendy. It's what it's Hollywood's comfort zone, like the, like making a just full three D Sonic. Yeah, you know, like they would have had to have gone to an animation studio that specializes in that, and and that's just not who those producers were. Like it was produced by the guy who directed Deadpool. Like he. Uh, like that, that's just not his lane if you will but uh they're they're doing that with the mario movie the mario movie is going to be just all cg made by the uh people who made uh the the grinch is it them it's illumination studios they illumination yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking of what are those yellow things called the minions minions yeah it's made by those people which you know take that for what you will but uh, I don't know how you make a Mario movie, period, because the dude just says catchphrases all the time. He doesn't actually talk, which I think has helped him age better than Sonic, especially in the 3D uh, games. You know, like I don't need to hear Sonic's thoughts on everything. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're gonna make a Mario movie, and I'm interested to see how that turns out. But yeah, overall, I thought it was it was it was just better than expected. I'll say that, and I I, I, gave, I gave it some some uh, trash talk before it came out, but overall, I, I'd say uh, I I still enjoyed it just about the same as Detective Pikachu, which I thought was okay. It was, it was like I, I I thought it had that was one thing I wanted to bring up, just from like rewatching the first fifteen minutes of Detective Pikachu, that movie takes itself way more serious than Sonic. You know, for better or for worse, but like that movie is kind of dark <laughs> in tone compared to <laughs> Sonic. Is. And Sonic, I, I think they probably made the right choice just to kind of keep it light and happy because you know, just looking at these very excited people on Metacritic, they're just all over it. So uh, you don't you don't want a really grim, dark Sonic. That's how you get Shadow. That's how you get Shattuck. <laughs> that is how you get Shattuck. So yeah, you want to give your your uh, your final thoughts on the movie? 
Yeah, I think you summed it up pretty well. People went in with low expectations. Maybe that helped. Yeah. Maybe that's why people think it's good because it wasn't garbage. Therefore, it is good. <laughs> um, therefore, it's a 10 out of 10. It, it didn't make me want to find the nearest noose, you know. <laughs> just, just, the, just the nearest Olive Garden. There you go. Yeah. And, and that makes people happy. Yeah. Um, I think uh, one thing that these directors could learn from Detective Pikachu is that from the beginning of the movie, you are in the world of Pokemon. They did not say yeah. Pokemon came from this other planet and now we all live with They didn't <laughs> give you the origin story. <laughs> That's true. However, did yeah. they, I, I did rewatch the first 15 minutes of it. And they do, I mean, they kind of have to, I guess, but they do give off, they have to give off some exposition. But So they do that with, uh, like on the train in particular, uh, when uh, the main character is on a train to whatever town he's going to, I forgot, uh, Detective Pikachu World. When yeah. He's, yeah. When he's going there, like that's the exposition scene where there's a TV on, or there's several, you know, there's TVs in the, the back of your chair kind of thing. And... It's uh, they're they're kind of explaining Pokemon have lived with us for all these you know uh, man and Pokemon yeah. have lived together for g- millions of years or whatever. <laughs> and I was watching that. I'm thinking like, okay, if I was actually on this train, I'd be like, who the hell is this? Like, why is this on the news? Like, why are they explaining life to me? <laughs> it's like cars have existed since the late 1800s. So. Yeah, they, and then they have like the they they bring up the guy the the old guy and as soon as they put him on the screen I'm like oh that's the bad guy <laughs> like I think it was supposed <laughs> to be like a twist like oh that's a bad guy that's a bad guy and he ends up being the the, the villain so but I agree like yeah they they don't they don't do what like Sonic did the thing where they're like like he he's the narrator of his own movie and he's just kind of explaining where he is where he's from and it, it's like you're probably wondering how i got here kind of movie yeah but uh they they definitely have different tones and not that detective pikachu is like a, a dour like really down movie but the opening shot is like mewtwo just wrecking shit and so and it, it's it's dark i, I kind of liked it I, I liked like that was cool like here's what here's my thoughts on both of these movies when I saw them, I thought, man, if I was ten years old, and I was watching this, this would be my favorite movie. Like I'd just be all over it, and that that would go for both of them. I would have just thought these are incredible video game movies, but the uh, the the twist in Detective Pikachu near the end, like or like the, the the master plan, I thought was silly, where he's he's turning people into Pokemon. Was that was that what happened? Oh yeah, you know what? Uh, it was a little strange. Yeah, we're we're also spoiling Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I guess now we are. Um, yeah, I thought that was kind of weird, but overall, like I said, I I kind of enjoyed them both equally for different reasons. But um, yeah, I, and it's I, hard not to compare them, you know. People, yeah, they came out yeah. relatively close to each other, and I think there's just this like innate uh, need to compete. You know, that's it, it's. Sega and Nintendo's fault yeah. for kind of fostering that in the 90s. Like uh, Sega was really they went all in on that with the Genesis does with Nintendo thing. They were yeah, yeah that was all there. Like that was it was like a Pepsi versus Coke kind of thing. And 
yeah. So I, I think it's just in my DNA now to to want to compare. But I'd be lying if I said, oh, Sonic was trash, but this Detective Pikachu is art. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, that's really all I got. You got like a, a parlor handle you want to plug? Um, I think I'm going to say one thing that I failed to mention in the beginning, and it's hopefully this quenches your thirst for wondering why Sonic <laughs> looks like that. <laughs> you mean um, in general? Yeah, like you said, he doesn't look like a hedgehog or. You oh know. yes, uh-huh. oh you're gonna right. you're gonna give me some uh, background here. Yeah, so, um, I don't know if you're aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people aren't, but uh, Sonic's original name is Mister Needle Mouse, and I'm not making that up. I, yeah, I I heard that I think, and on a YouTube video. Uh huh. Good. Right. So, um. In Japanese, uh, the word hedgehog Mm -hmm. is actually, like, literally translated needle mouse. And that is the Mm. word hedgehog for them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I suppose that that he's not quite a hedgehog. You could think of him as as a needle mouse. Now, what do you think of that? What do I think of that? Well. (laughs) Does that, you know, make it more believable? (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I'm trying to okay. Hmm. Because I'm looking at I'm looking at his face in my mind. I don't have a picture and all I have up is Chris the Hedgehog and I don't want nothing. Else. <laughs> so, I'm picturing Sonic. I'm picturing his face in particular. And I'm trying to decide if it looks more like a hedgehog or a mouse, but I don't really think it looks like either. Like a hedgehog's mouth kind of like slopes upward almost. Okay. And uh Sonic is different he, he's got he's he's he's, he's almost mickey mouse-ish right like the like with his nose and uh his eyes like he's very much a product of his time uh and that's i'm that's why sega's changed him over the years uh i i know that old people like myself prefer that that genesis look where he's a smaller character um uh, mm-hmm. more more roundish right and then yeah. they just kind of like extended his legs over time. <laughs> they, they 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 thinned him out because he kind of had like that Bart Simpson belly going on. Uh, and now he's he's a slender character, which makes more sense for a, a fast thing. But Sonic himself, like everything about Sonic, is just like it shouldn't be. It's almost like like a platypus. Like like who thought like you know what? And I probably saw this in that same video, but. Somebody somewhere thought, okay, we need like Sonic was created specifically to be a competitor to Mario, right? Like they were trying to create their own icon, their own mascot. Yeah, yeah, mascot. Yeah, and somebody somewhere at Sega thought, you know what? Okay, we're gonna like I'm sure this was like a it, it wasn't all at once, right? Like you said, it was originally called Mr. Needle Mouse. Uh, somebody or maybe multiple somebodies said, okay, this is going to be, we're going to make him a hedgehog, which, you know, of course, that's the first animal you think of, hedgehog. And he's going to be a fast hedgehog. He's going to be a fast hedgehog that doesn't really look like a hedgehog. And he's going to be blue. And the rest is history. Like, somehow that became something, became, got to this point in, in 2020 
where it's a hundred or I don't know how eighty million dollar movie, right? Like, I I think I started this thought process with he was a product of his time. Um, you know, he's got he he, he had the big one eye, <laughs> one <laughs> yes. big eye with two pupils in it, and uh, that's just something very much like that you can only pull that off in a cartoon kind of space. Like it, that's not like that would have been to, to Paramount's credit. That would have been kind of really weird looking in the movie. Like they would have had to comment <laughs> on it and it would have just been a whole thing and you wouldn't have been able to unsee it. So they, they at least gave him a little bit of a divide between his eyes. But uh, yeah, I, I don't remember what got me on that thought process. <laughs> <laughs> nightmares did nightmares <laughs> well they, they they definitely uh tried you know what i really want to see i really want to see the the cut that we probably will never get but i, I want to see the the almost finished product with the original sonic character mm. in it i i do hear that exists from from my sonic sources it's got to right like they they, like, they put so much money into it you don't think they just thought recycling bin empty it's not it's not just gone no it's not it's out there yeah that, that's, it's like atlantis basically it, it, it'll 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 be leaked it'll be leaked like in seven ten years i don't know it'll be leaked eventually because <laughs> you know there's there's some guys that were or guys and girls that were that's put hundreds and hundreds of hours yeah. Into making that horrifying thing. And they're like, nah, do over. Because <laughs> not only – they didn't just have to change the way he looked. He was a different size. They had to make him shorter. Mm -hmm. So They did. So like, it, it was a lot of work. It wasn't just, hey, we're changing the model. We have to completely change this thing. That's why they had to delay the movie. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I had so many thoughts on Sonic, and uh, you've given me quite a bit to think about. But um, something to dream about. I hope not. God, I hope not. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us on this show today. Uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun, and um, I don't know uh, if there's another Sonic movie. I'd love to do this again. Um, you got anything you wanna you wanna plug? Um, I would say if, if another Sonic game comes out and it's in 3D, don't buy it. It would, it would help me a lot. Um, that way they can go out of business and I'm removed from this hell that I've been living in for my whole life. How oh, we could have tapped into that. Wow. That's a whole thing. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Uh, please stop buying 3D Sonic games. So, uh. So uh, the world could be a better place. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, um, thanks. And uh, guess we'll I – don't, I don't know how to end this. <laughs> um, it doesn't end. That's, that's my pain. That's true. Pain is eternal. Uh, thank you very much for uh, joining us today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>